Welcome to the Econ Dev Show. We explore the strategies, ideas, and insights that are driving economic development forward into the future. You'll hear new insights from passionate EDs about their successes and struggles. And you'll learn from attraction and retention experts about how to apply actionable strategies inside your EDO. We'll help take your organization, your community, and your career to the next level. Here's your host, Dane Carlson. Welcome back to the Econ Dev Show. Today we're here with Clint Knight and Sandy Mesner, both of the Richland Area Chamber of Commerce in Mansfield, Ohio. Clint is the Director of Workforce Development and Sandy is the Director of Marketing and Communication. Clint and Sandy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Dane. Absolutely. Good to have you both. So for our listeners who don't know, why don't you tell us about Mansfield, Ohio and Richland County? So Mansfield is located in north central Ohio, so almost in the center of the state. We're uh, right between Cleveland and Columbus uh, along Interstate 71. And uh, it's um, Richland County is, is about 100 and 125,000 people. Uh, so it's, it's a somewhat rural uh, and it's kind of founded in manufacturing. So we've got a lot of manufacturing uh, in the area. Um, tech is growing a little bit, a lot of healthcare. So it's uh, a, a beautiful place to live and centrally located. And uh, that's my economic development pitch for, for Richland County. So everybody come join. <laughs> Fantastic. Sandy, do you have anything you want to say about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Richland County definitely is, is a, a growing place. Um, you know, a lot a lot of great things happening here. Um, besides economic development, lots of great attractions. Uh, we have skiing, we have lots of parks, um, trails, um, kind of a forest scene and um, racing. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption was filmed oh, wow, in this okay. area. So a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's a, a big attraction. Lots of fun things to do. Interesting. Here. So... Uh Clay, you mentioned manufacturing. What's manufactured there? What are your big industries? We have, uh, we're heavy in automotive. Uh, so we have various uh, automotive components that are made here uh, for, uh, if it's light fixtures, headlight fixtures, or uh, seat rails or exhaust systems. Um, uh, so we have a, a wide range of automotive uh, pieces and parts. We, one of, we say, Frequently that we make things out of metal and plastic and we do it really well and have been for a long time. So um, we have other companies that, you know, that make uh, engineer and design pieces for stoves and refrigerators. Uh, if it, it's, it's likely that the hinge in your stove uh, was made here in Mansfield, Ohio. Uh, if you drive an F-150 truck, your headlight was definitely made here. Uh, so lots of, lots of different things. It's always interesting to discover where some little part of some little product that you use every single day comes from. So that's interesting here. Now, you both work for the Chamber of Commerce. Now, I see there's also a Richland Area Development Group. Is that the Economic Development Organization? Is that part of the Chamber of Commerce? It is now. So uh, the history is uh, Richland Community Development Group uh, exists, it still exists. Uh, but the chamber and the the economic development uh, merged into one house. Um, and when I say house, it literally is 
at, at a historic home that we all call an office now. Uh, so Richland, Chair, Richland Area Chamber and Economic Development uh, and uh, RCDG uh, each have their own board, uh, but we all uh, work together and uh, we're all part of one entity at this point. Fantastic. So I had you on because we want to talk about workforce. And Clint, you being the Director of Workforce Development, you seem like a perfect guest to talk about that. Um, so tell me, in Mansfield, what are your workforce challenges? Because everybody's having workforce challenges all over the country. What are your specific challenges? You know, I, I think we have a lot of the same that we're seeing you know, across the nation. Um, we have more jobs than we have people. You know, I think that it's, it's, uh, it's partially a, a population problem. Um, and then the other part of that, which we're actively working on, is, is a retention problem uh, and, and making sure that we're addressing the young people that are leaving. And if they do leave, if they do choose to go and, and take the college route or go and, and, and live somewhere and explore, that we give them a reason to come back. So uh, it, population retention so that we make sure we meet the needs of, of growing business uh, in our county. And then you know, once we try, once we equalize that, then they can grow together. Uh, we just want to make sure that we're uh, we're addressing that gap right now and and identifying the most effective strategies to do that. Um, the, I would say that is is our uh, our number one issue that we're that we're working to address right now. Sandy, I'd imagine you play a big role in communicating this, especially communicating with the young people that you, that leave and you want to come back. What challenges do you see specifically in your role in the marketing and the communication? Um, I, I think one of the, the big issues is a perception issue. And I know a lot of communities share this, you know, when a young person grows up in an area, they just want to leave, you know, they want to leave mom and dad's house. They just want to get out and explore and see what, you know, what's better out there. Um, but a lot of people come back and find, you know what, where we grew up is actually a really great place. So um, it's definitely perception and reaching back out to these uh, young people who have left and, you know, still connecting with them. And um, I know my, my, I have two boys that both left. Uh, my oldest was living in West Virginia, going to school. Um, and I was super happy that he did leave, you know, he was able to experience something else. Um, my younger son was in the Marines and he's back now and he experienced a lot of the world. Uh, but both of them have come back and said, you know what, Richland County is an amazing place and we like it here. And they now live, um, in one of the counties, uh, or in one of the towns in Richland County. So, Interesting. yeah. So I had a conversation with somebody a few days ago, actually, where they talked about this specific challenge of young people grow up and leave, and hopefully some of them come back. And many of them do when they get to be in their 30s and they have a young family and they want to live near the children's grandparents or what have you. But they were in a very industrial community, probably similar, and they discovered that if... Um, how to say this, the children didn't know as they were growing up when they were in junior high and high school, they didn't know 
what opportunities were available in their community. They didn't know that if they wanted to be an engineer, they could grow up and work at one of the local manufacturing plants. They didn't know that if they wanted to go to college and do some advanced degree and study something specific, that there was a place for them when they came back. Do you have a program like that? Have you thought about doing something like that there? So we're using multiple strategies uh, to kind of change that perception. Um, there's, that starts in a couple of different ways, right? Many times at, at, at home, uh, you hear, uh, it may be parents or other family members, you know, may say things like they want, they, obviously you want higher aspirations or higher dreams for your, for your kids, right? You want them, no matter what you do, you want them to be able to do something greater. So, uh, historically the natural rhetoric is to say, you know, there's nothing for you here, or you should go on to the metropolitan area, go to college and, and dream bigger. Right. So we're, we're trying to develop messaging, uh, and, and put it out there and, and, con and help convey the message that that's not the case. You know, if, if you want to be a design engineer, a data analyst, if you want to be a heart surgeon, uh, if you want to be a pilot, it's all here. All of those things are here. Uh, and, and we're trying to get that messaging you know, out through what, what the marketing and, and the social media work that, that Sandy's doing uh, to parents, not just parents, but also equally as important to teachers. Uh, we're working uh, just this week. I took uh, eight superintendents into three different businesses and walked the floor uh, with the managers and the HR uh, directors and, and med employees and, and talked about the jobs and the skills that are not just needed today, but are going to be needed five years from now uh, so that they can take that messaging back to their schools and let those young people know what is here. Even if they leave and get an advanced degree while they're in college, uh, it's likely that they're going to change their major, right? And if they think about what, what can I do? Uh, or if they change to something, they could say, I, you know what? I saw this or I heard this uh, when I was in high school and I think I could go back and do this. Uh, in my hometown. And so we want to make sure that messaging is there. Uh, and we're attacking it through multiple avenues. Uh, one of them is being through teacher and superintendent tours. Uh, another is getting young people physically into the workplaces. We're calling it Career Institute, which is uh, project-based learning where they're presented with a business problem uh, and they spend several weeks going, working through it. Some of that work is in the building and some of it's back in the classroom, uh, as well as the marketing, which I can let Sandy, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so one of our, our big projects to help um, tell the story to the youth and uh, any uh, job seekers in, in and out of the county, uh, we have a big video project uh, called Richland Works. And so we received funding from um, Richland County Jobs and Family Services to contract with a production uh, studio, um, DRM Productions, to go into 25 businesses and see what the culture is like. You know, what is it like to work for this company? You know, not just a, oh, this company makes this. You know, it's what is it like to work here? What does it feel like? What are the employees, you know, what's the camaraderie like? Um, so we just finished up uh, 25 of these videos just this last week. Um, and now there's a social media campaign beginning um, for each 
employer to tell that story. So now the teachers can use these videos inside the classroom to show the students. Um, you know, it can reach out, you know, to any job seekers. It's it's definitely uh, multifaceted. You know, many people can access this. Uh, companies can share it, you know. Right. It goes on and on. I can imagine <laughs> that there's, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity to reuse that content and, you know, use it in different forms. Mm-hmm. And I'd imagine, yeah, it, it probably helps with job seekers and students. So is that then going to run on, you're going to put that on Facebook and, and, you know, other social media platforms as well? So, so we did receive funding for um, actual advertisers oh, wow. to, to boost the posts. And right now it is just running on Facebook. However, we are sharing it to the other platforms as well. So do you find that that cultural aspect, what the culture of the business is like, do you feel like that's going to be impactful? Like, was there a difference between, say, this business and that business, what their culture was like? Yeah, definitely. Um, being on scene, on site with all these videos and all the questions that were being asked, you you could just feel a difference between each one. And, you know, there's definitely a fit for one person over here, a fit for another person over here, you know, depending on what a uh, person's personality is. And that personality really does come what, out. What's an example? Videos. Sort of give us a concrete example of that. I think um, Clint Skybox is a company. They, they manufacture boxes, um, but they're very fun. Um, it's, you know, a manufacturing company. Uh, they have their mascot dog, Toto. Uh, they're just having fun all the time. And you can tell by the employees. They, you know, they're smiling. They like being there. They're joking with each other. <laughs> so, you know, it, it came out, you know, yeah, it in the video. Right. We, we also had pictures. some, you know, <laughs> for the website and for other things, we had some photography done at the same time we were doing the filming. And, and for example, several of the pictures... Mm-hmm. Uh, on that location, uh, every time there was a camera, some one of the employees was, you know, doing something silly. One of them was had his hat turned around backwards and his safety glasses upside down, and you know, making faces. It, it was just very clear uh, the personalities uh, across the board, and not just you know, um, not just one or two people, but um, how happy they are to be there. So you get to see that, and and who we talked to in those videos, who we interviewed in those videos was strategic as well. We wanted to make sure that. Uh, leadership was represented uh, and entry level was represented. And if they had an intern or they had somebody that graduated locally and went to work there, we made sure we got to that person uh, because we want that messaging to be there. As you mentioned, they could use, they could be used across many reasons. You know, if we're looking to tell the story, uh, if, if a company, oftentimes when we do a site visit, a company will say, you know, tell us, we'd like to hear from an employer or tell us about working with an employer, then we could say, all right, we'll make that connection. But here, in the meantime, check out this video. Uh, this is a video of, and uh, to tell you a little bit about how mm-hmm. our pipelines are set up from our high schools or our career centers to, uh, to the workplace uh, and the things that we're doing. So um, yeah, and those, it, it definitely tells the personality of, of the business when you get that gamut of, per, of uh, individuals, when you, when you go from uh, the person who's doing the the ordering or purchasing to the person who's actually, uh, uh, sh- you know, shaving the excess plastic off the mold when it comes out of the machine. 
uh, and, and all of those different aspects of the building. And I can imagine, especially just having that in your toolbox, having that video moving forward is going to be a real asset. But I think marketing to yourself, you're marketing to your own community. Because sometimes we think of economic development as being totally outward facing in its marketing, meaning that we're not really that interested in marketing to our local community because they're already here and we're, we're sending our message out. But this sounds like something that would really resonate inside the community as well, because it would show off this business, this fun place to work, this fun business doing something maybe that people don't realize that they do. Just all those aspects. I think there's a lot of benefit there. Absolutely. Um, in, in just experiencing just this, these 25 videos, um, people have asked me, you know, well, what is this company? And then, you know, being able to share that. So people within our own community mm -hmm. don't know what's happening. And it's a really great resource to say, holy cow, there's a lot of good stuff happening here, but no, you know, Nobody really, right. you know, you're busy, you know, you don't know all the little details going on. So it's a great way to just get in and see those right. details. Yeah. You drive by every day and mm -hmm. you don't think about what happens inside that building at the side of the road. Clint, in your workforce development, are you doing anything with virtual reality or multimedia or any new technologies? So we have a, a couple of our training partners have been using uh, the virtual reality welders, uh, those mm. welding uh, training machines uh, have been in town for a couple of years. Uh, they've been using those, but we recently received a grant uh, to create uh, summer and after school career exploration programs. Uh, and within that grant, we're, we're going to be implementing uh, virtual, virtual reality uh, training and experiences. Uh, this was through our, the mid Ohio educational services center and a local group called spark, which is, uh, sparks mission is to essentially, uh, be that connector between business and education. Uh, so between all of us in economic development, workforce development and education, um, we work together to, to get that grant, stand up these programs and, and virtual reality is going to be a piece of that. And we're currently talking to employers to determine what's going to be the most effective way to do that and what is going to be the most in demand. Um, I think there's going to be a, a variety of things because once you get the virtual reality equipment, you can put whatever type of training software is available. Right. Um, so I, we're, we're getting there, uh, and we're, we're kind of in the discovery stage of, of how it's going to be used in the county. Sure. What are you hearing? What are employers interested in using VR to, to educate uh, potential workers on? Uh, we've talked to, I've talked to a couple of employers that uh, have talked about some, some maintenance program training, which I have, mm. I have yet to see yet. Uh, but uh, we'll give you, you know, the inside of a specific machine, maybe. Uh, so if it's, sure. a, if it's a robotics company that, you know, has developed a, um, uh, virtual reality experience where this is what it, you know, is going to look like when you, when you take this, this cover off the side of the machine, these are the things that you're going to see, you know, what's the first place you're going to go to, to 
seek out this hydraulics problem. Is it a hydraulics problem? Is it an electronics problem? Um, so those are the, that's what we're hearing a little bit from the companies. Um, but we're, like I said, we're, we're in the exploring stage and trying to determine, uh, what's going to be the, the most effective, uh, route. Another one that I'm really excited about is crane operators. So overhead crane operator, mm. um, there's several, uh, training opportunities for that. And with the amount of manufacturing opportunities, jobs that we have here, I, I can't even, there's probably. I mean, there's probably over a hundred overhead cranes in Richland County alone. Uh, and so I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm pretty excited to, to get deeper into that and, and find out how we can use that virtual reality training to, to fill those positions. That's amazing. I, I was thinking, what would you use that for? And I can understand welding. That makes sense. But yeah, I hadn't thought of that, that overhead cranes. Wow. So these workforce challenges, these challenges that you're having locally, are they new or have you, because most of the country was, the economy was really booming right before COVID and unemployment was at its lowest level and it was starting. This work, this real serious workforce crunch was beginning. Then COVID happened. Then we all came back and now it seems like everything's changed and it's just really sped up. Has this been an ongoing challenge for you there? Yeah, we, we had challenges prior to COVID and, and then COVID mm -hmm. just, uh, uh, augmented those challenges, <laughs> made them a lot bigger. So, right. you know, we, we had a lot of people who exited the workforce or, uh, who were in service industry, hospitality, um, lost their jobs and, uh, and then weren't sure what to do. So yes, we, we had a shortage of. Um, some skilled labor and then entry level labor, uh, and across the board. Um, I think healthcare has the, the, the issue with in healthcare has really been augmented, uh, because the ex entire, the last three years have been incredibly stressful, uh, on healthcare in general. Um, so we, we had some shortages after actually. We are, our unemployment is currently lower than it was pre-COVID. So, um, wow. we came back pretty rapidly when it comes to, when you're looking at the unemployment number, um, and, uh, in the last six weeks I've, I've been asking every company that I visit, how are your applications? Do you feel like you're getting more, uh, job seekers through the door? And the answer has consistently been yes. Uh, so I think things actually. I feel like when it comes to um, our workforce participation numbers over the next six months, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see that it's improved. Um, right now, I don't you know over the last year year and a half, those numbers have been so wacky that it's it's hard to tell what's real and what's not. Uh, but I'm looking forward to see what we find out after the first of the year because I think that number is I feel it feels like it's climbing. Uh, every workforce director will probably tell you that, <laughs> but it feels like our workforce participation number is getting better <laughs> based on, well, based on what good. I'm hearing, Can... based on what I'm hearing from the right, companies. Right. <laughs> that, that is good. Cause I mean, if you, when you watch the national news or read it, it sounds like the workforce is getting smaller, that the baby boomers are starting to leave and that we're just in this huge crunch, but 
if you're saying it's getting better, that that's wonderful news. Well, and I, I do. I mean, we, we have, you know, I, I don't want to ignore the fact that we, we had a lot of people retire, right? So that, that is happening. Right. Um, our population is not growing by 10,000 people every year. Uh, so we're, we're still short. I mean, I want to be realistic. We're still short on what we need. Uh, but when it comes to, um, where did they, where did they go? You know, six, mm-hmm. seven, eight months ago, um, employers are looking at me saying, where did they go? I don't know where they went. And now I feel like they're saying we're, they're coming back. We're seeing them, we're seeing them come in. Um, so I, I, I wanted to, I mean, I, I'm encouraged by that. That's good. That's good. Sandy, your job is marketing and communications. You have probably have a lot of good news to share, right? That's, that's your job to share good news. Right. What, in your opinion, or what would, how would you say things are going right now? Would, would you, how, if, as you were describing your, as describing Richland County, what would you say are its chief strengths right in this moment? As far as, as far as workforce, um, I, I think it's that everybody is coming together to say they like working here. You know, they're not, not everybody, of course, you're going to have outliers and, you know, that, that happens in every, in every community. But, um, as I talk to more and more groups, um, you know, people who are invested in the community um people are taking a active role in making richland county as good as it can be and you know sharing the stories that build the workforce because people want to live here um so i i'd have to say that's that's definitely a strength is that we're we're just garnering support for each other and just very positive support and, and we, we do. I mean, thing. if you, but I look out, you know, I, we look out the windows of our office here and there is a, um, several large buildings that were built in the forties that are empty and rusting and and they're, they're coming down, thank God in the next year. Um, but, uh, so yeah, it, that exists here, uh, and it, it's coming back. Uh, well, I'm not, it's, it's, it's back. Um, it's bad. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, Ohio is killing it. It it just yeah. seems like your entire state was sort of perfectly positioned with its government and with just the, its assets, just to be ready post pandemic as manufacturing moves back to the U.S. You seem like you're in exactly the right spot. Yeah. Yeah. One of the the only other thing you know, that I would mention is that we, you know, over the next few years we're gonna something we're going to have a unique opportunity. Uh, historically, we've been a manufacturing and, and agricultural area. Um, and we've had for years, we've had the 179th airborne, uh, air national guard wing here, uh, with C-130 planes. So they're working to decommission those, our planes are gone and that air base is going to be turned into, um, a new cyber mission. So, even though we've had this tech, this manufacturing history for years, uh, we're about to have a new military presence that is very high tech um, on a base. And that's going to bring in a completely different 
skill level that we haven't historically had in our in our county or in in, in Mansfield City um, for years. Uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, we don't know exactly what it's going to look like uh, yet, but uh, we do know there's going to be a shift in uh, the amount of tech talent that we have uh, here in the county, and we expect that to change things. So we're trying to be as far ahead of that as possible. Um, I, I talked with the superintendent this week who's uh, starting a coding camp in an elementary school. Uh, they're starting to talk more about programming uh, across their entire programming and networking across their entire uh, district. We have we have 12 school districts in the county. <laughs> um, and so and getting to each one of those and helping them prepare for what's coming down the road uh, and how do we uh, make sure that we're ready for that years in advance is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a challenge, but um, for us, historically, it's going to be new. So we're, we're working to be ahead of that curve, be prepared for it, uh, and make sure that that is another pipeline we have, you know, for those, for those students, um, and those families that relocate here, how do we make them comfortable and make sure they stay? <laughs> right. Exactly. What an opportunity. It's not often you get to see, uh, a whole major transformation like that in advance, know that it's coming, have a little mm -hmm. bit of time to try to get ready. Of course, you're not going to be ready and, you know, all kinds of right. things will change as it gets closer and as it happens, but that's amazing. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. excited. We're excited. Uh, the 179th is, has been a part of this community for a very, very long time. Uh, many of those, uh, enlisted who are, uh, who've been mechanics on airplanes are learning new skills uh, in networking and, um, and programming in order to stay here. And that, that in itself is, is exciting about our community. Um, you know, I have people, I have, uh, in people who are enlisted who work on the base and my kids go to school with their kids and they're completely transforming their career, uh, and learning something completely different so that they can stay here. And that is exciting just to know that people who live here feel that way uh, about our community. Other than me and Sandy, we feel that way for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thanks for letting me share that. I wanted to, I, I wanted to make sure. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. Um, so if anybody wants to reach out, if any of our listeners want to reach out and talk to either one of you, maybe pick your brain, ask your opinion on something that's affecting them or maybe share their experiences having gone through something similar. What is the best way for them to reach you? I can, uh, the, the phone number here at the Richland Area Chamber and Economic Development is 419-522-3211. Uh, you can get to either Sandy or myself that way. Uh, my email is cknight, C-K-N-I-G-H-T at chooserichland.com. Yeah, and additionally, on our website, richlandareachamber.com, um, they can send a message through there, or uh, my, my email is smessner, M-E-S-S-N-E-R, at richlandareachamber.com. Fantastic. Well, Sandy and Clint, it has been, it's been a real pleasure getting to know you, getting to know Mansfield and Richland County. I've learned a lot. I hope our listeners have. Good luck on all of the changes that are coming and good luck on your workforce challenges. 
I'm sure that I'll have to check in with you again in in a year or so and find out how things are going, how things have changed. Is it gone the way you thought it was going to go or has it gone an entirely different direction? Well, that would be great. Yeah. Follow up. (laughs) Absolutely. I think that, you know, I think that's so important because, you know, we, we talked about a number of things, but we, we kind of guessed you guessed, I guessed, we all guessed about where things are going and it will be interesting to see, you know, how it ends up. So thank you so much. We appreciate you having us. Yes. Thank you, Dane, for having us. Thank you. You've been listening to the Econ Dev Show with Dane Carlson. If you're an economic developer who never stops learning, for more expert strategies, fresh insights, and new ideas to take your career, organization, and your community to the next level, visit us on the web at econdevshow.com. 